Welcome, everybody, and thanks for joining me today on Unity Without Compromise. This is your host, Dr. Steve Latula. Well, it's another exciting week, and we are progressing through the disastrous year of 2023. And whether you like it or not, we are proceeding one day after the next with one event following another of disasters, but also in the midst of many disasters are little little punctuations of hope. And I'm really excited about that because how in the world do you stay positive in such a negative world? And I would suggest, and mind you, I am not a pessimist, but I would suggest that our negative world is going to continue to become more negative through the year 2023. But sometimes you need the storm to bring forth the sunshine that follows. But it's not impossible to rise above all the negativity. Take, for example, the Super Bowl that uh, much of the world just watched, at least much of the United States population. Wasn't that just an incredible halftime show? You know, I've got to hand it to Rihanna because she did an absolutely stunning and superb job at showing us why America is collapsing so rapidly. I mean, just the fact that she was allowed to perform her lewd and lascivious act before millions of people across America where young, old children, uh, people who are vulnerable to being in, impress, impressed upon uh, by whatever they see, whatever they hear. I personally don't know how any parent could allow a child to be in front of a television watching that kind of stuff, but I know that it happens extensively. A lot of people think there's no harm in it whatsoever. And this kind of negativity does uh, fly in our face every single day. But at the same time, I am so proud of our actual elected governor, Carrie Lake, the elected governor of Arizona, who sat out the entire Black National Anthem. And she did the right thing. I am convinced of that. Now, if you are a Black person, please take no offense, because... America is not about color. It's not about race. It's about unity based on a set of Christian principles that make us all one and equal under God, equal in human value. And that is an incredibly powerful thing. So taking a statement uh, as Kerry Lake did in the Super Bowl and sitting for the Black National Anthem, I thought, was an extremely patriotic and courageous thing to do. But, you know, was it really courageous? Um, that's what everybody should have done. I would never stand for such a thing. I will not stand for any one race, but I will stand for every race, for every single race in America that is beholden to the American principles of morality and ethics. That's what made us such a phenomenally great nation. And I want to celebrate that anytime I can and every time I can. 
Now, there's a lot of people that are great football fans, and they will make excuses of one kind or another saying, oh, it's in my genes. I've just got to watch football. And um, okay, power to you. But remember, we have to take a stand because some really bad things are happening in America. And today, I really want to emphasize to you that it's not just trains in Ohio that are being derailed. And I kind of want to recapitulate a little bit today and go back in uh, a short uh, time, a short period of time in American history, and then take a look at what's happening right in the here and now and kind of put it all together. Because as I've been saying, America is in big trouble and we could certainly collapse very easily. And that is exactly where we are headed right now. We are on a crash course. Our engines have all but flamed out and we are headed for terra firma. We are going to explode unless we implode before that actually happens. But how do you stay positive in this negative world? Well, let's take a look at that. First of all, we've, I, I'm amazed at how much information and how much interest uh, there's been about these balloons and so-called UFOs flying above our so-called friendly skies. Now, I find that very exciting because it seems to be quite evident that the first balloon was a spy balloon. Um, uh, China and the United States uh, have gone back and forth on the issues. And it's very, very clear to me that something evil is going on once again. But how evil is it? After all, it's just a balloon, right? Well, actually, we have four that have occurred in kind of rapid sequence. But what's it all about? Is this just a distraction? Uh, is something else going on? Or are the communist Chinese trying to send us a message? Are they trying to test us and find out what is our resolve? After all, our installed puppet President Biden did not shoot down that first spy balloon until it completely traversed the entire skies of our continent in North America. And we allowed that to happen. And it was actually American citizens who first spotted and reported this unidentified flying object. Do you think these UFOs were from outer space? You know, the, the DOD will not comment on that. Well, maybe it's possible. Um, and I, I hope you don't buy into that nonsense because um, objects flying consistently at relatively a similar altitude of 40,000 feet doesn't sound like something aliens would do, uh, Martians or any other extraterrestrials. We have to wake up and not be stupid. And so many people are believing that that's even a possibility because that's all they know. They are searching, seeking, perhaps even maybe even seeking truth, but never coming to a knowledge of truth and never finding that. And it's because simply they have not opened up the Bible and seen what God has said to us, what God has told us in the, that great book. But balloons and UFOs are, um, are perhaps a distraction, but they are a dangerous distraction, in my opinion, because we see uh, a great buildup of the CCP, and that is concerning to us. It should be concerning. Everybody is talking about a fear of America going to war with Russia. 
I personally do not see that happening. Russia is in a war with Ukraine because Ukraine is being supported by the United States of America, first and foremost, and by other forces that are less than sterling, like NATO, like uh, the European countries, um, like countries that uh, are, have been historically our allies, but they themselves have gone rogue throughout this entire COVID-19 pandemic. We saw that in Australia, we saw that in Great Britain and many other countries. So uh, it's an interesting question that we might ought to ask, uh, such as uh, who are our real allies? Who would stand with us today if there was another third world war or if our homeland was attacked? Do you think anybody would come to our defense? I'm a skeptic as far as that concerns. I, I really doubt it. I don't have confidence in anybody. Well, I mean, let's face it. If you don't have confidence in your own government, how can you trust anyone else? And from what I see, the Joe Biden regime is very much in favor of the globalist movement, in favor of the CCP. We are funding a rogue war in Ukraine that is supporting the globalist movement, that is robbing American citizens of in excess of $100 billion of our hard-earned money. And we have no say whatsoever in that. A few people are opposing it, though. There's some nice punctuations there. But what will come of it? Probably nothing until we have a regime change in America. So the balloons may continue to keep coming. They might be shot down uh, by our incredible fighter pilots who are up there in the skies protecting us. And imagine all the money we will pour into shooting down balloons. Um, are we getting at the real problem here? Or are we just faking it again? I don't know. Now, I need to talk about this Ohio train derailment in East Palestine because I think it has a lot of significance. What is going on in here? Let me ask you, do you think that this was an accident or is it just another coincidence? Well, you know, I think that there's probably a diversity of opinion here. Uh, some people have equated this derailment to the Netflix uh, white noise story that was filmed about an airborne toxic event. And it's interesting that it was filmed in the very same area where the derailment took place. Now, that could just be a coincidence. And uh, I wouldn't put too much stock into thinking anything beyond that. But uh, it might have been chosen because that section of our country with the rail system getting older, maybe that was a vulnerable spot. And they thought, hey, this is a highly populated area. Maybe we can, we should film it here. And then we might think a little further and say, hey, well, if this was going to happen in real life, well, wouldn't you pick a similar scenario, a similar setting and location? And that is possible. Now, we know that some very toxic um, chemicals were released from that 50-car derailment, and we know that one of them was vinyl chloride, which is a very toxic uh, 
chemical that when ignited becomes even more toxic. And there were other uh, carcinogens and toxins released and they were burned, which really uh, caused a, a huge plume of smoke that uh, killed a lot of the wildlife, uh, killed fish, killed birds, and other animals, and made humans sick as well, even though they were told to evacuate. From what I understand, not everybody chose to evacuate, um, as people always will do during natural disasters, for example. But the question is, was this derailment intentional or not? Well, you know, I struggle with one thing, and that one thing is a question, why was a national news reporter arrested for just reporting on the incident and just telling the truth? That does not make sense to me. And so many things in our world don't make sense anymore. You would think it's a logical thing to get the information out there, report on it, let the world know what's going on, let our fellow countrymen know that a disaster has taken place here. But this reporter was arrested, handcuffed, hauled off. And I saw the, the video of the clip where there were state police, sheriffs there, probably local police officers. Um, they, they censored this gentleman in a very severe way. And they did not that, want that information getting out. Now, why is that? Could it be possibly related to the fact that they're already in the year 2023 have been over a dozen derailments and we're just in February. We haven't gotten very far in 2023. How many more derailments of our trains will take place? Do you think? And how many of those will release toxic gases that will kill off our animals and do us harm? And of course, you know, face it, we are not going to know the full extent, the full long-term impact of these toxins being released and these carcinogens for years, how much of it got into the underground water system and how much of it will contaminate wells and um, rivers passing through the area. What effects will that have on the entire United States population? We don't know. We will never have the answer perhaps for another decade, two, three, four or five decades. We just don't know. But we're just in February, and you see how rapidly things are unfolding. Recently, we've had a few derailments, one in, um, was it Alabama or was it Louisiana? Louisiana and another, I believe, in Texas. So we've had three in a short amount of time, but over a dozen just in uh, about a month and a half, roughly. Now, that is very concerning. And the most concerning thing about this Ohio train derailment is that they are hiding information from us. They're always trying to keep us in the dark. And of course, when that happens, it puts people into a state of panic, especially if you live there locally. And other people are thinking, well, when's it going to happen to me? And what else is going to happen? Well, there is cause for concern. We do not have to live in fear, but there is cause for concern because what else are they doing? Okay, what are they doing with these balloons and UFOs? We don't know exactly. We're trying to figure it out. Do not expect an upright 
truthful answer from your government because your government is incapable of telling the truth. And that is the truth. Right now, we are seeing our, our food sources being poisoned, contaminated in multiple ways. For example, right now, our government is planning to move ahead with avian flu shot testing. Uh, they want to initially vaccinate all the poultry um, that is marketed um, in the United States. And that will have consequences because the avian flu shot is another messenger RNA injection. And we know anybody who is looking at the science knows that this is a toxic shot. It is killing people. It is injuring people. It is shortening people's lifespans in ways that we still have not fully seen, but the body count is rising daily and it has been escalating. Those people who took multiple shots are continuing to die off gradually. And that is very concerning and it should be. So what's going to happen when they introduce these mRNA toxins into our livestock. And what is that going to do? Because we saw that the spike protein does infiltrate the gonads of humans and therefore infertility is proving to become a problem. And we will see the devastating effects of that in the future. Remember that Bill Gates had a goal of depopulating the world. And he said he would do it through an injection, through a vaccine. And it seems to me like they are pushing forward that agenda with all too much great success, unfortunately. But also, we see that they want us to eat bugs. They want us to eat fabricated meats, <clears throat> lab-generated, lab-produced meats. And they call it meat, although it doesn't come from livestock. And in order to get us to do that, they are destroying our stock of cattle. We've seen of poultry farms, large producers of eggs and poultry. Uh, these, these farms are being destroyed, burned, and that's happening all over the country. And nothing seems to be happening about it. First of all, it's hard to get... Uh, all the details about how it happened, why it happened. But, you know, is this a, just another coincidence? Because we are seeing coincidence after coincidence after coincidence. And it's very concerning to me. And it's affecting more and more people in a very personal way. And uh, I'm an example of that. I raise a few poultry. And before I purchased my last feed um, uh, grain for my chickens, uh, and I believe that was last fall, all of a sudden, when I started feeding them the new batch of feed, my chickens went from laying roughly about 15 eggs a day, suddenly, very suddenly, abruptly down to one egg a day, as soon as they started eating that new feed. Now, that cannot be just a coincidence. I since learned where I purchased the feed from in the tractor store in Cave Creek, Arizona, uh, I was informed by someone who was more on top of it than I, that 
this the tractor store is actually owned by BlackRock. Oh, that's concerning. And I was told and found through my personal experience that Purina feed is owned by BlackRock. And therefore, what would you expect? So what did I do? I changed the feed out, got rid of all the Purina feed, destroyed it, and started feeding them from another local source, non-GMO source, guaranteed. And guess what? My chickens all started laying eggs again. So between the messenger RNA shots that they want to inject into all of our livestock uh, and the food sources that you are getting, if you are counting on Purina and other woke organizations want to depopulate the world, uh, we are going to be in a world of hurt. We are not going to be able to trust our food sources at all from any large production facility because they will be owned. They will be forced into complying with messenger RNA shots and so forth. Now, I've spoken to local people here in Arizona about this fact, and then they said, yes, it is coming. We have been told, and they are concerned about it too because uh, it affects everybody, let's face it. We have a government that is against us right now. And they are going to do their best to take us down. And that includes the Uniparty. That includes the Biden regime. And we know that Joe Biden is not in control. We've never identified uh, Obama as being the chief puppeteer. But look at the influence. And look who is governing who. Is it just all the world banks? Uh, we don't know. I mean, it's hard to get at who is running this whole show. And ultimately, we can just simply conclude that this is an evil work of darkness. This is spiritual warfare. And um, I don't think too many people would deny that because it is so dark, it is so evil. But it will be taken to a logical conclusion. And that's what I hope that we will be able to alter. Look at what's happening uh, recently also with the natural gas ban. Now, suddenly all the uh, natural gas burners uh, just received a real bad rap. Like that is the most horrible thing in the world. They have to get rid of natural gas, which is methane. And methane is produced uh, in a, in a, in a certain way that takes time, uh, natural gas, by the way, and, and gasoline and so forth, they, do you notice that they're called fossil fuels? Do you ever wonder why? Because natural gas and all uh, distilled oil products, they do not come from fossils. But perhaps they gave them the name fossil fuels because they wanted you to think that this, these fuels that come from the earth itself um, are very limited. They're, they're not going to last forever. They are a precious, limited entity, but they're doing a lot of harm. And so they have to pull us away from them. Now, natural gas is in its purest form, <clears throat> methane gas. Methane has one carbon and four hydrogen atoms attached to the carbon. Uh, and um, when methane gas breaks down in its natural form, it releases two products from its combustion, and that is carbon dioxide and two 
water molecules, one molecule of CO2, carbon dioxide, two molecules of water. Now that is pretty benign. The carbon dioxide is consumed by the plant life, by the vegetation. Uh, plants require CO2 in the process of photosynthesis and so forth so that they can grow. So natural gas in and of itself, which is not completely pure when it is delivered to your home, but it is quite pure. And the impurities include a few other breakdown products coming from a little bit of ethane, which is a two carbon uh, gas, propane, which is a three carbon gas, and butane, which is a four carbon gas. And you can get these breakdown products, some of which might be a little bit of an aldehyde or other acids and so forth. And um, but, you know, for, for the most part, natural gas simply breaks down to carbon dioxide and water. It is the cleanest natural gas source. Uh, it's the cleanest source of fuel that we have. And for them wanting to ban this now, it again raises the question, why? Because this is not logical. Methane, ethane, propane are clean burning gases, very, very clean burning gases much more clean than diesel fuel, much more clean than gasoline. Um, and also, they are, they are present in abundance. Now, a lot of people think that you've been heard, told, you have read that in order for the fossil fuels to be generated, it took millions and millions, perhaps billions of years of breakdown products from organic matter. Now, since the creation of the world, and I realize this is highly debated, some of you believe that the earth is billions of years old, others uh, maybe 10,000 years old, and I do have my own thoughts on that, but I don't want to get into that today. But the point is that the, break, the breakdown products that give us the the prerequisites to produce gasoline and fuel in a useful form that we can use in our vehicles and in our homes, those result from chemical processes that occur under great pressure in the earth. Now, it is just an assumption that it takes millions and millions of years for that to happen. But who has gone down into the core of the earth and actually knows what the real process is and how long it takes. The truth is we don't. And the question that I am raising to you is, could it be possible that these so-called fossil fuels are actually being generated much more quickly than we think? In other words, are we going to run out of fossil fuels in 100 years, 200 years, 2,000 years, 2 million years? You know, who knows? I think the Lord will return before that becomes an issue. Um, but, you know, just for argument's sake, um, I would suggest that we really don't know how long the process is to convert organic matter into fossil fuels. So it's very interesting when you get a city council like Eugene, who says we are going to ban all natural gas products. There you go. Communist, Marxist, Oregon at it again, even though the people oppose it. There's a lot of good people in Oregon that actually have common sense. And yes, there are a good number of solid patriots living in Oregon. But that government is corrupt. And in my opinion, hopelessly corrupt. As I said, we need a regime change in America. 
So natural gas being banned makes no sense whatsoever. And I want to remind you that when things don't make sense, please, please think in terms of evil, because that's exactly what is going on. We live in a negative world because of all the evil that we see, and we feel hopeless when we put ourselves in a position where we cannot or will not do anything about it. You become a victim, and to become a victim is to feel hopeless, and when you feel hopeless, you die. You die inwardly and outwardly. And things change in your physical body. People that are depressed are much more prone to developing cancer. And people who are isolated from loved ones, from positive relationships, don't do well mentally. And when the brain goes awry from dysfunction because of isolation, because of negativity, because of fear, then the physical body follows and responds to the brain's response to its environment. You deteriorate. That's why we have so much what I call central pain, like fibromyalgia and irritable bowel syndrome. Those conditions are absolutely curable. I've cured thousands of patients from those conditions, which are deemed to be incurable by all the big institutions. Either they're lying to you or they're stupid. But I want you to recognize that a healthy brain comes from rising above the negativity in our world. And that's what we have to understand. After a short break, I want to talk a little bit about things that have happened over the past several decades in our country that you might not be aware of. And I want you to be aware of it because awareness brings forth change if you are so motivated. And motivated you must be if you are to survive in this negative world. I'll be right back. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. 
Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Welcome back to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip. I am talking today about things that are quite upsetting, quite negative, but it's not just trains in Ohio that are being derailed. Our entire nation is being derailed. And that is a very negative thought. And I'd like to rise above it. And I would like you to join me today. I've talked about the balloons and the so-called UFOs not extraterrestrial, but just unidentified objects. And they're probably unidentified because we have not been given the information from our government. I've spoken a bit about the train derailment that was so devastating in East Palestine, Ohio. Was it just a coincidence or was that an intentional event? Was it an intentional derailment? I suspect the latter because they're again trying to keep the information away from us, having arrested one national reporter who was just trying to get the truth out. And they stopped him and arrested him. Well, that's kind of concerning. We have problems with our government contaminating our food sources. Is it just our United States government? Is it a globalist movement? I don't know. All I can tell you from my personal experience is that Purina food is contaminated, and I saw it immediately in my own flock of poultry. I changed the feed, and guess what happened? My chicken started laying again. We are being attacked in so many different ways that it's hard to take on any task and fix any problem. They are after us to stop natural gas. That's the latest ban that they are proposing in Oregon, in Minnesota, and several other states, despite the fact that methane gas in its pure form breaks down to carbon dioxide and water. Well, there's more going on than that. And I'd like to get to that right now, because if you don't look at the long-term picture, then you'll never see what's really happening. The plan to overthrow America has been underway for quite some time. And we are just now seeing the full effects of it. It's no coincidence that during the Super Bowl, there was an all-female Navy pilot flyover because the Navy was subjected to pressure. We're being too masculine if we have any male pilots, apparently. So they were all female. Isn't that nice? A military historically has been comprised of strong men with a lot of testosterone who are acting like lions, not sheep. 
So if you wanted to overthrow a country, you have to somehow minimize the lions and maximize the sheep. And that has happened in our country in a great number of ways. Much of it comes from indoctrination in schools, and we are seeing it more than ever now. It's not just critical race theory, which causes our children to attack each other, to feel guilty about being white, to or to feel overly dominant if you are a darker colored skin. You were, have to be born of the right race, you see, and that gets people confused and it develops and promotes prejudice so that they will attack one another. And then teach your little boys to behave like girls. Tell them you don't have to be a boy and tell our little girls you don't have to be a girl. And then let's make sure that we neuter the population, let's try to not make them male and female as they were created by God in the beginning. And how do you do that? Well, one of the ways that has been very, very effective at neutering our population is marijuana. Yes, because marijuana and I know some of you, many of you probably think that marijuana is just a benign drug that relaxes you so that you don't worry about anything. But marijuana is very toxic in a number of ways. First of all, it does induce an amotivational syndrome. You just don't care about what's happening. Ah, oh, everything's just cool, just fine. But marijuana with long-term use also suppresses the dominant sex hormones. So if you are a male smoking marijuana every day or multiple times a day, what you are doing is shrinking your testicles. You are reducing your testosterone level and you are changing the balance of estrogen and testosterone in your male body such that estrogen has greater effects and so you, over time, develop a female habitus. That is why some of my patients from the 60s who smoked marijuana every day of their lives have fully developed female breasts and uh, the female deposition of fat around the hips. They look like effeminate men. And women also who have smoked marijuana for years and years have a suppression of their dominant sex hormone, estrogen, and therefore upset the balance of estrogen to testosterone in their bodies because the suprarenal glands or adrenal glands produce testosterone. When you disrupt the balance and smoke marijuana uh, to increase your testosterone level as a female, then you take on more of a male habitus. And of course, you can imagine what happens when you disrupt the sex hormones, you disrupt fertility. You do a lot of other things, but the ultimate result of long-term marijuana use causes emasculation of the population of males from which we obtain our military fighting force. And yes, it has always been men who have fought wars because men have a much higher level of testosterone. We are meant to go into combat, 
to fight off threats. And that's what every man in his own family should do. Protect his wife, protect his children, castrate a male chemically. And what will he do? He will become a sheep. And not all sheep qualities are bad. Being sensitive, being kind to your wife, being gentle with your children as you raise them and teach them and discipline them, showing them love is a very masculine thing. But when there is a threat before you, if you are not showing that masculine trait of protecting, rising up and doing whatever it takes to defend your family, you have failed. You have failed your God. The Bible teaches fully that he who does not protect his own family has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. You see, we have gone cockeyed because we don't know the word of God anymore. We don't know God's design anymore for men and women. And that should disturb us all. We also have fentanyl pouring in, killing off our male population as well as female. But overall, we are trying to emasculate the population and the we being the rogue government. I'll have no part of that. Look at your foods. Where are they produced? Kellogg Company, right? Which produces cereals and other products. How many hormones are they introducing into those foods? The testosterone level has significantly decreased in the American population. Quite rapidly, unexpectedly, and supposedly unexplainably. Well, I think it could very easily be explained by all of the above things that I have been talking about. Get men to just stay on their computers all day, become, become just lazy, fat slobs. And as you increase in fat, estrogen deposits in the fat and you become more effeminate. Your testosterone levels decrease. Add it all up. Testosterone suppressing hormones in foods. Oh yeah, they are there. What they did to poultry, they can do to any one of us through our food sources. We need to be not only thinking about this, but asking ourselves, what is the countermeasure to this? What do we do to oppose it? That should very much concern every single one of us. So as you emasculate the population, and remember that our military now has been greatly effeminized, hasn't it? The LGBTQIA plus movement has done its magic, has infiltrated all of our government agencies now, and they are pushing the queer agenda, the homosexual agenda. When you think about exactly what they are pushing, I encourage people to break it down. Don't just look at it from a holistic perspective. Oh, we're all loving one another. No, look behind the curtains. What are men doing to men behind closed doors? It is disgusting. It is unnatural. Unnatural. 
And if you don't think that does something to the brain, you don't know anything of science. And when this kind of stuff is introduced to the brain of our very young children, those children are forever distorted. Even the males who make it into the military and who actually have to face something like a combat situation, they come back severely traumatized, emotionally unstable because they went into battle unstable. Unstable minds cannot cope well with any kind of a stressor. Is that why we see so much rampant PTSD? Now, I am not for one second downplaying the fact that post-traumatic stress disorder is a very real and very severe entity. And not every person that suffers from that is unstable. I have had my own patients who, in the line of military duty, have had to do some horrible, horrible things in order to survive and in order to fight war. War is horrible. And I have treated patients with PTSD and done my best to make them whole, but the treatment ultimately comes from healing the brain. And we don't tend to focus on healing the brain in Western medicine, in my opinion. We tend to push pills and drugs and make excuses and accept the frailties rather than try to heal the body and soul. And I oppose that greatly. It ought not to be in medical practice. We should heal the whole person, the mind, the body, the soul, the spirit of man is powerful. The brain is powerful. And we have not yet begun to tap into that. And so what I'm saying with this point is that we can undo the feminization of our culture, but it will take some normal people. And I say normal in the true sense of the word. People that know right from wrong, people that have common sense need to stand up and teach our children what is right and what is wrong need to stand up in many different ways to raise up an army of people in America. Have you noticed in the last decade how many female politicians have joined forces? How many mothers have become the lions defending their children who are being brainwashed in schools? I see far too few men. It is women who are doing it. Men are falling short. They are not fulfilling their God-ordained function to protect their family, their children, and their spouses, their wives. We have a big problem right now. What I ask myself is, are all these things that are happening, the train derailments, the balloons, the disruption of our food supply, the amazingly rising inflation, all of the things that are now finally affecting us personally, are they just distractions? 
I think they could be. I think they could be very evil distractions that need to be dealt with. But we have to always check six because they will distract us. Everything that we're looking at out in front of us, picture yourself being in a fighter aircraft. Picture yourself going into battle. Do you think the enemy is going to come at you head on? Not if there's any way possible. Check your six. Watch your wingman's tail end because they will surprise you. And that's happening right now in ways that we see, but perhaps we don't recognize and appreciate the significance of it. Did you know that recently it was reported that there's been a 719% rise in Chinese nationals that are now coming across our border? And this is happening at a time when China has bought up millions and millions of acres of our precious farmland and precious land that is strategic near our military installations. That's not just a coincidence. That is a threat, a direct threat to every American. Now, a few Republicans and 19 attorneys general recently have taken up a lawsuit against the Biden administration to challenge them legally, claiming that this is an illegal program, that what Biden wants to do is take all these Chinese nationals coming across our border and grant them immunity for breaking our laws, coming into our country illegally. Let's just accept them and make them citizens. And do you know how much they are vetted, how much they are screened? Not at all. We know nothing about them. But we, knew, we do know that in the huge marijuana farms and all these other places where Chinese are working, when you look at these workers, they are military-age men. These are not little weaklings. These are not young little women or older men and women. These are military-age men who are coming into our country. Is this just another coincidence? Oh, I don't think so. But Biden wants to accept them, the Biden regime. You see, this is concerning. This all does not bode very well for America. What we have is a case of toxic femininity, not masculinity, toxic femininity of our entire male population is leaving us without a supply of fighters. I am concerned that if we needed to raise up an army to defend our homeland, that there would be far too few people willing to do it or able to do it, mentally fit to do it or physically fit to do it. Because so many of our men have become weaklings, lazy, fat slobs who care about nothing but themselves, toking on the marijuana, doing the drugs, pushing the alcohol, saying, let somebody else do it. And I don't dare want to be a part of that failed human mass. We are right now in a world of hurt. Men in America have been trained 
methodically, intentionally, repeatedly trained to not be men. How many young kids now aspire to grow up and become drag queens? We are hurting. We are hurting in America. We don't look to Jesus, our Savior, as the best example of what it is to be a male, a lion, and a sheep. Fierce and ferocious when confronting evil. Gentle and kind and nurturing when supporting our families and our friends, our neighbors. We have lost perspective. And right now, we live in a time when our own government is now focused on killing you and killing me, not protecting you. Don't think your government is ever going to protect you. That will not happen. It's gone. We better be thinking in other terms. Your government wants to kill you. They are doing it, pushing an annual COVID vaccine. They call it a vaccine, the messenger RNA shot. It will take you down. There is a fight coming in America or America, if we do not fight, will soon become the most pitiable of all nations because of what we have done to ourselves. That's quite some turnaround, isn't it? Because it has not happened overnight. But look at just what has happened in a little over the past two years. This is scary. There is a solution. And the solution, and the only solution, is a Christian America. But nearly all the churches themselves are woke. Failing to teach the Bible. Failing to promote God's plan for mankind destitute in leadership and with massive infiltration of false teachers. False teachers who will tell you anything but God's truth, but they will camouflage it with things that sound sweet and good and enticing. And that's where deception comes in. There are wolves in sheep's clothing and it results always in compromise. And if you're going to a local church attending a, a meeting of Christians. And if you hear nothing about repentance, nothing of opposing evil in all its sordid ungodliness, nothing about becoming dependent upon God so that we are free from all this tyranny, then you're in the wrong church. You see, a Christian America starts with holding people accountable, with speaking up and talking to any like-minded and sincere Christians and politicians, and maybe those who are not so sincere, because we need to challenge them and reach out to them and share with them the truth. Without a devotion to the Lord Jesus Christ, this will not happen, period. We have to remember this, that they will not stop with their evil until we stop them. And if we don't stop them, then what will happen? I am no longer confident that we can do it or that we have the will to do it. But I, for one, will do my best to speak against the evil. 
at every opportunity I can to resist evil, to stay faithful to my oath that I once took to defend this country, to defend my constitution, not the president. And I believe still I am not alone. Well, it's going to be an interesting year for sure. And so I encourage you, you who are of the Christian faith, not make believe Christianity, but the real thing, please, by all means, keep praying. Keep reading your Bible. Learn God. Don't say, I know God, if you've never read the Bible. Please learn what it means to live as a real Christian. And just maybe God will use you for his good and his purpose. Because that is how we save America. That's how we become a nation under God. It's not just trains in Ohio being derailed. And there will be multiple other events taking place in 2023. But let's not lose sight of the real crisis, the crux of the matter. And that is a nation fallen from grace. We become strong in Christ. We become strong when we take a stand for truth and righteousness. When we speak it, live it, and do it. And then just maybe God can make America great again. And that's what I am after. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip. Please get out there, do your stuff, be bold, be strong. Until next time, adieu.